Good morning, good morning, and welcome back to your favorite podcast. It's a little chilly, crispy this morning, so I hope everybody has their little crocheted mittens on and enjoying a nice little hot coffee. Yeah. Super chilly. (laughs) Well, yeah, you're in Florida. Fuck you. (laughs) It's like 60 out, and I'm in a sweatshirt and sweatpants because I'm cold, so... No, it is chilly willy and I have a crocheted bandana on right now. So I thought about like crocheted little mittens, but either way, I hope you're enjoying your crisp. Is it officially winter now? I don't even know when like the first day of winter, I'm assuming because we're well into December. Oh no. I think it's, I think December 21st is the first day of winter. That makes sense. I can, yeah, that sounds familiar to me. So I hope you're enjoying your crisp fall day in December. Mm -hmm. (laughs) That sounds so weird. Um, it's officially Vlogmas Day 4 that we're recording this because it is December 4th. Okay. How's Vlogmas going? I am not doing it this year. You know what? That's great. You need a break. <laughs> <laughs> is that how you really feel? Yes. I feel like you need some rest and relaxation. You did it in October, so I feel like you can take December off. I have done Vlogmas, I want to say for like eight years now, and... It definitely feels feels weird not doing it. And I feel, I can say it, it affects my little cheery mood. Like Vlogmas really is an excuse to just do like cheery holiday Christmassy things every day, you know, and like record it and have fun. And it really doesn't feel like December and it doesn't feel like Christmas. It doesn't feel like my birthday. It doesn't feel like anything. And I think it's because of like so not sad. doing it. I know it's very like melodramatic. Like, yeah. is that the right word? <laughs> Hopefully I use that correctly. <laughs> yeah and I haven't even watched a vlogmas video like all my little YouTube girlies are posting them I haven't watched one I just yeah I'm not feeling the Christmas spirit and it makes me sad and I think it's because of vlogmas but I'm also yeah I just I felt so overwhelmed by the thought of it that I knew that if I'm already overwhelmed thinking about it then I shouldn't do it so I was like I have to make this tough love decision and not do it even though like I want to do it and you watched my reset, but I mentioned that in the reset. I'm like, it's very hard for me to say no to something that like I want to do. It's easy for me to be like, I don't want to do that if someone else asked me to. But it is something that I love doing and I want to do it. And it's really hard to be honest with myself to be like, it's not good for you to do right now. Yeah. I was watching, um, I don't know if you watch Whitney Simmons at all, but she posted a YouTube Sometimes, video, yeah. And she was talking about Vlogmas and she was like, I'm doing Vlogmas, but I'm not doing like every single day and I'm just doing whatever I post. I'm considering a part of Vlogmas. Yeah. And that's where I think next year I'll be able to do that. Well, and next year we'll be in the bus. It'll be like a bus Vlogmas, which will be so weird. But I, I, I think I'll be able to do it next year better. And a lot of people mention like maybe just do like the 12 days of Vlogmas. Like some people just do the first 12 days and they don't do it or whatever, or they'll do like a weekly vlog of vlogmas so you just post like four times because it's just a weekly vlog so I've also considered that I mean today's Monday I know it's December 4th but I technically could still like weekly vlog this week and do like weekly vlogs of it I could do Monday through Friday which is actually what I did with vlogtober I didn't vlog on the weekends and I only vlogged or I only posted five days a week so sometimes I did vlog on the weekends if we were doing something but I only posted Monday through Friday instead of the weekends and it did help that be less stressful so I considered it for like vlogmas but again I just was like I don't want to do it and if I don't want to do it it's not going to be fun like I want to be able to like want to do it but I don't know I might still do weekly or do something but it's also yeah I just don't feel excited about it so I don't want to do it if I'm not excited about it but then it makes me sad that I'm not excited about it (laughs) because I should be excited about it. No, I think that 
I don't know. I feel like you've already like done a lot this year and it's okay to not want to do something that you have to do every single day for an entire month when you're supposed to be enjoying your birthday and Christmas and the holidays and stuff like that. Yeah. So. Mm. Well, this episode is going up on the 10th, which would be two days before I am, fingers crossed, launching Mm -hmm. my paper planner and I think my bookish merch. I asked in the Discord because I have like bookish apparel that I wanted to launch, but I was like, would you guys want like a double launch day? Like if I do the planner and apparel or should I wait and do like apparel later? Like, because I also don't want to like overload people because it's the holidays and everybody's spending money. So I don't want to be like, here's all this stuff that like, I don't want to overwhelm people. Like I could launch it. I don't care. But then people said they wanted to. So I think I'm doing paper planner and bookish apparel launch on 1212 on my birthday and so it'll be in two days from when you guys are listening to this and i'm excited alexis has seen the the apparel do you think it's, it's really cute? cute don't it's lie to me so cute no it's so cute <laughs> i cannot wait to buy it i'm excited and the paper planner you haven't seen any sneak peeks of it no i've only seen the cover that's it mm-hmm. yeah i'll have to send you some pics please do i want to see I'm excited for my first one, but I also had to have a little tough love moment with myself because I'm a perfectionist, as we all know. <laughs> and mm-hmm. like the planners themselves, like the pages are great. Like my, I guess I should say the um, the design of them, like me designing what the layout's going to look like, what the spreads look like. Like I'm very proud of my work of it, but I know that this is like my first launch and not everything's going to be perfect. So like yeah. I'm already kind of like, ugh, I'm not entirely happy. Like I'd like to do a different like sourcer, like source them through somewhere different. I want to have something, I want to have better packaging. Like I'm thinking about all these things, but I know that our long-term goals for having like a small business, like I understand that this first go around, I'm not going to have all the branded tape and like branded thank you, like the stuff that you really get when you order small, yeah. but like from established small businesses. And I'm not prepared to do all of that. And it kind of makes me sad and it makes me feel like I shouldn't launch it. But then I think back to all of our little episodes that we've done, that's like, just start, like just yeah. do it. Because if you're waiting for the perfect time, you're never going to be ready. And growth only happens after you try it and you realize what could change or what could not. So like I'm already mentally prepared to like, go bigger and better next year but I'm still launching what I have now because I know that it's good enough but it's like not meeting my perfection standards but then again will it ever no (laughs) you know like there's just always room for growth (laughs) yeah I don't know I say go for it mainly because I really want that brown sweatshirt um so I say launch it Mm, I'm so excited (laughs) okay well I'll do it and then yeah obviously keep an eye on my Instagram because I'm gonna post about it especially on 12 12 by the time that you guys are like watching this or listening to this but mm-hmm. you know it's I still have a week on my end I have to like take all the pictures I want to do my like flip through video like there's a whole bunch of stuff that's coming with it that's not out at the moment that we're recording this but by the time you listen to this it is so that's why it's yes. also taking a hot second I just have to get like websites ready and take pictures and do videos and like all the stuff but are you excited for I'm your excited. birthday I mean yeah we're not doing anything but like sure <laughs> let's do here let's do brunch on the 13th to celebrate when I'm in Columbus. Okay. Because what day are you actually graduating? Um, The 8th. The 8th. Oh, on a Friday. Mm-hmm. But I have no car. I'm flying in. So I'm going to mm. have my parents drive me up to Columbus and then fly out the night of the 13th. Good. Then yeah, we'll do brunch. I'm excited. I'm excited too. Today's episode, the, the bread and butter of what we wanted to talk about today, is something that we're going to be completely honest, we already recorded 
However, we had some technical difficulties and the audio was unusable. So we are re-recording it. <laughs> yes, ma'am. But that means that we should just, we have better commentary because we've already said it once. <laughs> Hopefully, yeah. Yeah. But we asked you guys on the Instagram to send us your workplace horror stories. And I feel like this would have been a good thing to do in October for like spooky vibes. But it's not like spooky, like haunted. It's just like mm-hmm. <laughs> horror stories. Just, yeah. But we're doing it in December and that's okay. Um, and so we're going to read through what you guys sent us. And obviously some of them are just like reacting to be like, holy fucking shit. And some of them, we have some like tips. Some of them, we just want to be like, we've been there too, girl. Like we're just here to like read them and react to them with you guys. Speaking of, this was something that was Alexis's idea. So I want you to like completely run this down with everyone because this is technically, oh, actually, no, they would have already heard one. Tell them about your podcast vlogmas idea. We are doing. Since we talked about vlogmas. (laughs) Two podcasts a week through december right one is like an actual podcast and then one's gonna be just like a fun little let's unpack that episode which is like one little fun unpack that yeah so we've already posted one let's unpack that last week when you guys are listening to it and then we'll have another one this week and like she said every single week so you get double episodes all of december this is our christmas gift to y'all merry christmas this is vlogmas This is Podmas. Imagine if we did, when Alexis (gasps) was first um, like telling this to us, or telling this to me rather, I was like, let me repeat it back to you, make sure I heard you right. I thought she was implying that we do a podcast episode every single day. No, no, no. Like actual like Vlogmas. And I was like, damn. And then she's like, hell no, hell no, no, just two. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But imagine listening to us every day. Yeah. Wouldn't you love that? (laughs) No. I feel like people would be so annoyed. Oh my God. Yeah. Okay. Are you ready? Yes, ma'am. I'm going to hit you with our first one. This one reads, I used to work in my college's bookstore and had a manager who shouldn't be a manager, in my opinion. I had no experience on a cash register and he just told me to do it. So he really didn't train me. He would keep the temp temporary employees for way too long and would have us go over budget. And in return, my hours would be cut a lot of the times, which I need the money. I need the hours, you know? He would continually ask me about being a team lead, which would secure me the hours, but then every semester make people who weren't there as long as I was those leads and never giving me the position. I was super depressed junior year and barely hanging on by a thread. This man decided it would be best to call me in his office after, quote unquote, I sounded unhappy when we talked on the walkie talkie. I opened up to him and said that I was depressed and I wasn't doing well. And within an hour, this man tells me I need to smile more and look happy for customers. And I look too tired to be on the floor. That pisses me off. If you are a guy listening to this, never tell a girl to smile more. Never. Ever. I like it's one thing to want to check in on your employees and be like, are you OK? How are you doing? Mm-hmm. You sound sad you know like that's one thing it's another thing to be like well get over it smile more be- yeah I'm like don't even not. check in if you're just gonna respond by that because you checking in makes me think that you care and then I'm gonna tell you and be vulnerable yeah. and open up to you like she did and then he's just gonna be like I really don't give a fuck smile more <laughs> literally like at the so end of the day if you're gonna be a dick just be a dick just be like hey smile more and you're still gonna be a dick 
but at least I didn't have to open up and be vulnerable with you for you not to care and to just completely like gloss over me being depressed and hanging on by a thread (laughs) yes like don't pretend like you want to actually know what's going on in my life if you're just gonna ignore Mm -hmm. everything that I say yeah and we talked about it we had like our little um, employment episode of sorts like if you are a good boss and a good leader and a good manager if you're in any of those kind of roles and you're listening to this you should be checking in on your employees because you want them to be happy and healthy because if they're happy and healthy then they take care of your customers and in turn it's mm-hmm. like a little symbiotic relationship that runs the business well so he should have checked in on her if she looked unhappy but then you actually yeah. have to do something about it like and sometimes you can't fix it of course but like being that person being like how can I help you like do you want, depending on the kind of job you have, but like, can I get you in a different position that's not maybe customer facing? So that way you can just like, you know, have whatever facial expressions, like whatever you're going through, yes. we can get you somewhere else to do it. Or like, do you want to do this? Can I get you to someone to cover a shift this week? Like offer some sort of help than just asking someone to trauma dump and then being like, okay, go back to work. Yeah. At least validate in some way. You know, at least say like, Something. that sounds really hard for you. Like you, <laughs> that's yeah. takes such little effort to just say that and help it takes three seconds so i'm sorry that your manager sucks (laughs) and i'm sorry that you were feeling like that and you were completely dismissed that should not be happening and i hope that he either got written up or you found a new job that you are much appreciated at yeah i agree the second one she's a doozy okay she's a a multi-message doozy okay are you ready we might have to unpack this in like levels oh, <laughs> lovely this was one that we tried to read the first time we recorded this of course but i told you like they message requested us so it couldn't send the rest of the messages oh. until i accepted it i at the time was a minor which made things a little more concerning for the police officers and a few minutes after i got off the phone with my mom the nicest police officer came and pulled my brother george and i aside individually and just asked if we felt safe and asked if we wanted to leave or not the officer then talked to the general manager miss miss lily And she stated that she did not have a concealed carry license and insisted she didn't have a gun. But we all know that was a lie. Mm -hmm. (laughs) In the conversation, she told the officer she could search her car, which made the officer think that she didn't have a gun, therefore no reason to look. After the officer left, the manager had a conversation with me, apologizing for the situation and saying that it was all a big misunderstanding. I could not care less what she had to say. Eventually, the manager's shift was over and she left. That evening, we were the most shorthanded I've ever seen that store requiring me to do way more on my own and I was on headset and told the manager at the time it was time for me to leave because I already stayed over too late and that was a labor law violation yeah because she was a minor I also just wanted to leave but one of the other people on the headset knowing that I could hear them goes they said her name so insert my name Mm -hmm. is pissing me off all because I wanted to leave because my shift was over half an hour ago so I slammed down the headset and walked out the doors and never came back and I now have a small business and walk dogs, so I don't have to deal with jerky coworkers for scare- or scary general managers for a while. That okay. is great for you. Yeah. I'm oh so happy gosh. that, you, one, you just walk dogs. Like, I feel like that's way less stressful. Oh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> and just, like, a happy pastime. And good for you for just leaving and not coming back, honestly. Yeah. There's plenty of times that I've wanted to, of just, like, shit going down. I'm like, I could just walk out right now. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I want to know what happened to George, because... George is yeah is George okay he left or not yeah Yeah, is George good and Tanner did he ever go back or is he okay I know those aren't your real brother's names but are they okay are they all right are you all right are you all right yeah I mean also with the headset thing that also pisses me off of like people can be condescending and 
shady over a headset because they know that that person can hear them and or maybe they don't know but it's also like you shouldn't just be on your best behavior because someone's around you should just be a decent human being all the time so if you're saying shitty things and you don't know that i'm on the headset then what do you say when you know i'm not on the headset shitty things about a minor like Mm mm-hmm literal labor law violations are happening and you're gonna bully a child literal she did say that it felt really nice ranting about this experience (laughs) you know it sometimes you just gotta like talk your shit (laughs) yeah it's good to get it out don't hold that shit in no okay the next one i put in my two weeks after my job handled a covid outbreak horribly this is the story. So my sister was about to have a heart surgery, so I could not risk getting COVID at the time. And they told told me that I owed them at least a month's notice and that I should be put on meds or up my dosage for my anxiety because there was an outbreak happening at her job of COVID. I'm like paraphrasing, mm-hmm. but like there was an outbreak at her job for COVID. And so she was like, hey, I can't come in because my sister's about to have heart surgery. And the manager was like, mm, sorry, I can't do that. I need a month's notice before you can just, you know, take a little vacay. Yeah. And you're crazy. So you need to up your anxiety medication. No, this. <laughs> just the cherry on the top. Time. This makes me so angry because like, first off, a month's notice when people have COVID is not possible. Second off, Mm-mm. not their place to tell you to ever up your meds for anxiety or anything like that. No. What that's like so out of pocket what does that have anything to do with like anything like they're just trying to find ammo to throw at you because they're shitty humans and yeah I understand like for regular vacations in terms of like I have a trip to Disney like you should give a 60 day notice for like extended periods of vacation but this should be a case-by-case basis because if I come to my boss and I say hey my sister's about to have open heart surgery Mm -hmm. and I really can't get COVID because we all live together and you know, so our coworker just got COVID yesterday, so I can't come in for the next week. How is that even up for discussion? Liter- literally, that makes no sense to ever even question it and be like, you still have to give me a month. Like, absolutely not. Like some of these managers, I really want to know what they're going, like what is going on through their head when someone does tell them stuff like that? Like, are they really just like, I literally could care too. Like, I don't care. You have to come in. Like, how do you not, I guess, care that much about other people? Because no one could tell me that as a man, like even if I was a store manager, you know, and mm-hmm. like even the CEO, like something and someone was like, my sister's about to have open heart surgery and there's a flu going around the office right now. I really can't come in. Yeah. Who in their right mind would ever say, no, you have to come in. Right. I feel like managers like this is an example of someone getting on a power trip and just refusing to give you for no any reason sort of freedom. Yeah. Like, there's no no leg for them to stand on. They're just trying to be dicks. <laughs> 100%. And I'm sorry. And I hope you quit. There was no, yeah. like, finishing sentence for that. But I hope you said, fuck you. <laughs> and walked <Yeah>. out. <laughs> I hope you told them how you feel. And, and you left. God. Okay. The next one. Number four. I had a coworker make advances that I was not comfortable with. And he was put up for a promotion Mm-mm. when I spoke up. Because I was leaving the company because of this. And they said they could move me up so he doesn't have to manage me. And then they gave him another promotion and a bonus. So they were in a position, like same positions. He was making advances on her. Mm -hmm. She was like, don't fucking do that. You're weird, bro. And, you know, assault. (laughs) But uh, then gave him a promotion so that he would now manage her. 
And she was like, nope, I'm out. Peace, leaving the company. And they were like, no, please don't go. I'll give you a promotion too so that you guys aren't managing each other. But still never like fixed the situation. That's so demeaning and so icky. And that makes my stomach hurt Mm -hmm. to think And that's like an example of it's just that whatever the position, whatever the money, it was not worth it. And they have Mm -hmm. really poor company values and you should leave. Absolutely. And then they give him another bonus after they found mm -hmm. out. Yep. <sighs> I think I, I know how you're going to feel, but I'm also like curious of if maybe you do have a different viewpoint on it. But do you think that people are able to separate kind of like their own character traits, morals, values and stuff like that and work for a company that might not align with them? Or do you think that a lot of people work for companies that do align with their morals and values? I think a lot of people don't have a choice in Mm -hmm. that like a lot of people have to work for companies because they need money regardless of what it aligns with um Mm -hmm. I think for people that do have the opportunity to make that choice they are able to like step away from companies and say you know this is not for me but Mm -hmm. that's where like the hard part comes in because I think people work for places that they don't maybe support but they don't have anything else available to yeah which is so valid like at the end of the day you're like i have to feed my kids and keep a roof over my head yeah and then when they so, do that they have to like separate themselves from the company to stay somewhat remotely okay at the job but mm-hmm. i think that people don't want to separate themselves yeah in that way it kind of makes me think of the effects on that person with that like i'd love to see maybe a study on it because i guess we talked a lot like at least in my in classes and stuff like that of like cognitive dissonance you know like mm-hmm. not living out what you think and how that can like affect yourself and like just all that yeah. kind of stuff so I feel like this is kind of an offshoot of like cognitive dissonance of like feeling a certain way and having such strong like values and stuff like that but not being able to act on that so I'd be curious of how that actually affects like a person long term just because normal cognitive dissonance like has yeah. that effect I mean I think of it like from the therapy standpoint like a therapist we don't give advice. We don't give our opinions. We don't give our beliefs about things to other people. We have to separate ourselves mm-hmm. and be there for the client. It's interesting. Mm. Yeah, that is true. Because obviously you can't come in with like biases. Mm-hmm. I mean, we all have ones that we aren't aware of, but you're supposed to like actively be looking for those. But you know yes. what I mean? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like yeah. you're not supposed to have those biases. And like that was an offshoot psychological question. <laughs> food for thought but I'm so sorry that that happened to you because that's yeah like you said icky and shitty and you said you were threatening to leave the company so I hope you did if you were able to (laughs) yeah I agree okay so next one number five I worked my first job in a restaurant as a prep cook right around the end of COVID and the head chef and owner was a controlling and cruel man he would throw knives in the kitchen (laughs) I just yelled over i know the first time we read that we both were like what the, i'm sorry what like i asked this last time too but are, who is he throwing them at is he throwing them at people is he throwing them at like the cutting boards is he throwing them on the ground like obviously yeah. you should be throwing them period no. but like what is happening and are you okay yeah <laughs> and he said that he yelled over little mistakes and god forbid if kitchen tried to help the wait staff or vice versa it made for a tense horrible work environment i started in august And in October, I hadn't quite quit yet, but was starting to look for something new. And he told me not to come in because COVID spiked again and the restaurant had to close for the week. Valid. 
I called after that week to see if I still should come in and he never answered. So I was ghosted multiple times, even showing up at the restaurant and he would just avoid me. And oh, did I not like, oh, she just ended with was great. So I thought I like, where's the rest of the thing? So basically she got ghosted at her job. (laughs) That is so unbelievably unprofessional. Like I can't even imagine. How do you ghost as a manager? Yeah. Is that even legal? To just be like, I'm gonna not ever talk to this worker again. Like, <laughs> what are your what are your thoughts on ghosting in general? And we're not because obviously there's like outliers for things. So I think like do that if you need to protect your peace. But I'm just saying like in general, if you're like talking to a guy or something like that, and you're just like not feeling him, are you a ghosting type? Like, do you agree with people who just like ghost, or would you rather people be like, I'm not feeling this? Um, I in the past had never really been into the idea of ghosting. I would just say, you know, like I'm not feeling this. And leave it yeah. with that and hope that they respected that. So I think that ghosting, it's not I appreciate. fair to the other person not to have at least some closure. I don't know. What do you think about it? Well, I think, was it in this episode or I don't, I think it was some previous episode. Remember we talked about that one story of that girl who found her partner cheated <gasps> oh yeah and she just straight up ghosted moved cities, got a new job, changed yeah, her number. One, like, like that's okay. That one's okay. Yeah, that's okay. I'm like, I'm down for ghosting when it's like protect your peace and just like, it doesn't deserve it. Like he doesn't need closure for the wrongdoings that he did. But if there's things that like, if there's nothing like happened, but you're just like not vibing anymore, like I I feel like they deserve an explanation and that doesn't have to be anything heartfelt. You don't owe them anything specific, but just at least the like, hey, I'm not feeling this, lose my number. I don't know, like (laughs) (laughs) something, but the cheating she's a bigger person because yeah a lot of people were like i would have like i don't know some people go crazy but she's just she just quietly left and then never talked to him again no that's like the one time where like the ghosting is even better than like saying your piece i yeah i was gonna say that is the like more revenge than yeah like you can't say anything that's gonna hurt him more than not saying anything at all yeah literally and i love that um our next one so my horror story is about Amazon and I have fucking plenty of stories. <laughs> so this is the main one that sticks out and the reason why I left. My direct supervisor was a total bitch. If you don't want to say, well, yeah, they said the C word, but he said, if you don't want to say that, just say bitch. <laughs> yeah. So I'm going to say bitch. <laughs> she was a micromanager, didn't do shit, put all of her tasks on me and many others and took credit for everything. So We finally decided to go to HR about how she treated us and disrespected us. I mean, cussing at us, degrading us. She slipped and called me the F slur for a gay person one day. I'm telling you, terrible. So we go to HR to band together and get her ass fired because we had all the receipts of this behavior. We tell our story and everything and then tell me why our manager that we reported brings everyone into a last minute meeting about how she knows we reported her and gave specific details of our concerns and things we told HR. And I, I stopped here last time because I'm like, neither of us specialize in like HR, but like HR is mm-hmm. kind of an offshoot of like psychology degrees. Like you can kind of specialize within HR with your psychology stuff. And I'm like, that is so illegal. Like you can't just so go illegal. to HR and then HR tell people about what people were saying. Yeah. Very much so. It's one thing because most of the times, obviously, you have to have the meeting. So, like, it, I, that person should call in the manager and be like, hey, we've had some reports of not nice behavior. Yeah. But, like, to give specifics and to especially give names, to names. give anything of who reported uh-uh. them. Like, you can't do that. No. 
that's that's so shocking but it all comes together in this last sentence because he says come to find out the hr manager is her the, the manager they reported best friend and was in a romantic relationship with the manager we reported boss so it was like a triangle of fuckery so the that hr person also. was dating the like head head manager who was the manager of the manager they reported so like no matter if they would have yeah. went up a level they still would have been fucked because that person would have told because they're all like in cahoots with each other like you had no safety safety net and there was no checks and balances happening if they're all in cahoots that's so crappy um i yeah and how do you get past that like it depends on the company obviously this is at amazon so amazon's like a big corporate they should have like a corporate hr i would you think know that like amazon would be one of the places that should at least be like no relationships in the workplace because they are a that big too company. Yeah, they should have no relationship in the workplace, obviously a no retaliation policy, yeah. which <laughs> didn't happen. And they should have a corporate HR. So like if you don't feel comfortable going to your HR or your store manager, there should be someone higher up that no. you should be able to go to. I agree. But at that 100%. point, like I wouldn't trust anybody. No. And like, yeah, I don't know. I think how do I want to word this? Relationships in the workplace, I think, are OK if you're at the same level. But when it's like a power hierarchy. Mm hmm. Then, I mean, yeah, even Starbucks yeah. has that. Oh, like, yeah, you cause... can date, but you have to be the same level. Yeah, like, you could both be baristas. You could both be yeah. shift leads. You could both be store managers, whatever. But, like, a store manager cannot manage their partner if it's below them or anything like that. Or a shift right. lead, barista, whatever. Like, when I was a Starbucks, Cohen and I couldn't work at the same store because I was a shift lead and he's a barista. Which makes sense. Yeah. I agree. I'm shocked. That's that wild. This, Yeah. I'm so sorry that that happened to you. He did send a follow-up message and just said that we found out that every time anyone reported anything about her, she found out about it and retaliated against us every single time, which is why she treated us worse and worse every week. So, which they didn't know at the time, like they would go probably every week to go report her. And then the next mm -hmm. week she'd be worse because she was hearing every report they made Lovely. and retaliating against them. Yeah. And then... Because of that, she stopped me from a promotion that I did four interviews for, passed them all with flying colors, and then, like, she just didn't let him get the job. And then he was like, and I left because of it. It was a fucking mess. <laughs> that sucks. And good for you for quitting because you do not deserve mm -hmm. that. No. And it's really unfortunate. And it's, it's, I guess, even more disappointing that, like, a company of any sorts would do that, but, like... I don't know. There should be so many checks and balances with some of these larger corporations that it's shocked that some of this stuff still happens. Like, Absolutely. not that it's it should be condoned or okay anywhere, but I see the potential for it happening the smaller the business is because there aren't as many checks and balances. You don't have such a like verse HR department, like, right. and stuff like that. But like, this is whole ass Amazon. <laughs> Literally, like, there should be more in place to protect their workers than what there is. Yeah. That's shocking. We got. A bunch of them, but I only pulled, what, like seven today because I knew that we would go on so many tangents and whatnot. So if you guys want a round two of this, let us know and we can do some more. But that is, those are, those are y'all's workplace horror stories. Thanks for sharing them. I still can't get over the yeah. throwing knives. That is crazy I know, that one's so wild. And the just like, I got a gun. I got a gun. <laughs> what? <laughs> oh my God. She literally's like, I got a gun. And this other manager's like, I got knives. <laughs> Liter for everyone I've ever worked with, I'm thankful for you um, in this moment right here for those yeah. two exact instances. 
No, literally. I'm like, I've had a lot of shitty work experiences for sure. But like, no one's ever thrown a knife at me. So I guess I can, (laughs) I can, I can deal with that. Yeah. So I've got the notable quotable and it's a very short, sweet and to the point one, but it is by Elton John and it is live Mm. for each second without hesitation. Oh, sounds like a little song lyric, which makes sense. It's short and sweet. I like it. Live. What? Is, wait. Read it again. Live, live each second with no hesitation. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Just live your life. Stop second guessing yourself. Exactly. I feel like it fits. You know, the non-negotiable. So go like with it. your gut. You know. Yeah, and live for yourself. Don't let other people persuade you otherwise. Mm-hmm. Okay. Close us out. Okay. Well, um, happy December. Happy early birthday, Marissa, since this is going out right before your birthday. Uh, We love you guys. Goodbye. (laughs) Bye. (laughs)